If you are constantly feeling discouraged, drained, confused, wanting to isolate, frustrated, depressed, wanting to quit, know that the Jezebel spirit is trying to destroy you. title tonight, How to Recognize and Dismantle the Jezebel Spirit. And so First Kings 17, I want to read first of all verses 1 through 6. It says, And Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. Then the word of the Lord came to him, and he said, Get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and he did according to the word of the Lord. And he went and he stayed by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. And ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. And he drank from the brook. Elijah said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. Elijah means my God is Jehovah. My God is Jehovah. So my God is Jehovah said to this wicked king, Ahab, this wicked king, by the way, is married to the wicked Jezebel who had built a temple, an altar to Baal for worship and for sacrifices, right? Look at verse three. Look at verse three. He said, the Lord said, Get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook Cherith. How many of you know it's important that you hide God's word in your heart so that you will not sin against him? How many of you know it's important to hide or to be at the right river, the right river, the one that God has called you to be at? He says, I want you to go get away from here, turn eastward and hide by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan, and he says, I will, and it will be that you shall drink from that brook. I've commanded the ravens to help you. Every time that, this is what the Lord said, every time that you come here, it's like going to the brook Cherith, where you are drinking from this brook, and you are being fed the word of power. I want you to recognize when you put yourself in places that God has directed you to be at, there is an anointing that you are receiving in the word of power. God's word is the word of power. Amen. His word never returns void. Amen. So it's not just any brook that we are to be at. A brook will provide water if it's, if it's flowing. 
But it is not just any brook that you are to be at. He told him to go to a very specific brook. When you do the etymology on this word brook cherith, it means to cut off. This is brook cherith. It means to cut off, to cut down, to consume, and to destroy. Every time you come, you are learning principles of how to cut off, how to destroy, how to tackle the assignments that come against you. You get filled with the fire of God. You're getting the anointing and the power. Every time you come, there is more and more and more and more clarity in your life. You're learning how to destroy demonic tactics that were sent to destroy you. And I know that's not new news to anybody in this church. Demonic tactics that were sent to destroy you. That's not new news. You know that, right? But every time you're learning how to demolish, how to overturn, how to trample over these things that are trying to come against you. You learn how to cut down. You learn how to remove the hidden things. You learn how to, how, how to, how to come against the, the enemy that's coming against you to kill, steal, and destroy. So Elijah prophesied to this wicked king, Ahab. What was this prophecy? We read it in the very first, very first, very first maybe the second one. He, he prophesied that there would be no rain or dew for three years. Verse 1, Elijah said to Ahab, as the Lord God of Israel lives, whom, whom I stand, he says, there shall be no dew nor rain in these years except at my word. There's the prophecy. Elijah was prophesying, and he prophesied to this wicked king there wasn't going to be any rain, there wasn't going to be any dew for three years. Elijah's prophecy to this wicked king was a direct challenge to their pagan god, Baal. It was a direct challenge, you guys. One stood for the demonic evil realm, and one stood for the Lord God, right? So when he prophesied and he went to this individual, this king, and he spoke the word of the Lord, what happened in the spiritual realm was every demonic spirit started to rise up out of the pit, started to make its plan, started to make its plan as to how it was going to attack Elijah. What was Elijah doing? At the word of the Lord, he prophesied. What do you all do? At the word of the Lord, you prophesy. All my children are going to be taught of the Lord. You prophesy that, Father, I thank you, Lord God, that you own the cattle on a thousand hills. You prophesy. You prophesy at the word of the Lord. He prophesied at the word of the Lord. And right after that, we see what starts to happen. Because every demon in hell starts to raise up. Uh, and they're really just roaming on the earth. We know that. But they're, ra they're raising up and they're literally coming against children of God that are speaking and prophesying the will of God. Let's go back to verse 1 because I want you to insert your name where you see Elijah. we got to make this very clear. I want you to put your name where it says Elijah. And let's put rebellion where you see Ahab. Go ahead and put your name. And, okay, and Kelly, go ahead. And, and Carmen, put your name in there. And put your name. And Carmen said to rebellion. Huh? All my children will be taught of the Lord, and great shall be their peace. And just Marie sent to said to rebellion, I have the mind of Christ. No weapon formed against me can prosper. 
Is this what you guys do? You insert your name and you decree based on the word of the Lord and you decree something into the atmosphere. What did Elijah do? He decreed into the atmosphere what the word of the Lord was and what the word of the Lord said for him to do. Pastor Vijay said to the rebellion all around him, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. You all do this. You've been taught to do this. It's a good thing. Say it's a good thing. We want to continue to do this. But when the attack comes, you need to know, first of all, why it came. Because you were stirring up the pot. You were getting the enemy all upset. But it's good. But you need to know how to stand because of the retaliation that comes against you. Just because of doing the will of God. Not because of doing the will of the enemy, because of doing the will of God. Know how to retaliate. Know how to stand firm. Don't be caught off guard. Because your prophecy is, is a challenge to the God of this age. Lord, help them to see what I'm trying to get across today. Your prophecy is a challenge to the gods, uh, plural, of this age, who blind the minds of unbelievers and engage in demonic spirits. Your prophecy is literally a challenge to them. They feel threatened. They feel challenged. They feel like you are coming against them. You are. So what did the Jezebel spirit do to Elijah? Discouraged him. Fatigued him. Sent confusion to him. Let's move over to chapter 19. 1 Kings 19. And verse 1 through 4. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done and how he had executed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, so let the gods do to me and more also if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. What a threat. What a threat. Right? And you, you know the threat was not an empty threat. She meant to carry out exactly what she said. And verse 3, and when he saw that, he arose and he ran for his life. When Elijah saw that, Elijah was talking and he was speaking to this Jezebel. But when he saw that, what are you talking about saw that? He saw the spirit. This person was speaking. But Elijah saw the spirit. Verse 2. Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, So let the gods do to me and more also, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw, not when he heard, when he saw, he arose and he ran for his life and he went to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and he left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree and he prayed that he might die. The strong prophet of God that spoke, it's not going to rain. No dew, nothing. For three years, all of a sudden, there is a spirit that attacks him and he's running and he's praying that he might die. He prayed that he might die and he said, it is enough. Now, Lord, take my life, for I am no better than my father's. He was discouraged. He was drained. He was fatigued. He was walking in confusion. 
He, he, was, he, wanted to be, he wanted his life to end. He was done. You're not done until God says you're done. But he wanted to be done at this moment because it wasn't Elijah at this moment that was even speaking, but there was a spirit which he saw it. He didn't just hear it. He saw it. That has actually come and influenced this man of God. Not this man that's walking in the world. This man of God that saw the power of God and was used by God to do mighty things. If you are constantly feeling discouraged, this is one of the ways that you can tell. If you are constantly feeling discouraged, drained, confused, wanting to isolate, frustrated, depressed, wanting to quit, know that the Jezebel spirit is trying to destroy you. It's trying to destroy your walk. It's trying to steal from you all that God has given unto you. Now we know that the word of the Lord says that no weapon formed against you is going to prosper. That is only when you come into alignment with that word and you stand on that word and you claim that word and you say, I don't think so, devil. No weapon formed against me is going to prosper. But if you're in a place where you're feeling fatigued and you're feeling confused and you're feeling like this discouragement and you just want to quit, you may not be standing on the word of the Lord. Then guess what happens? The very thing that was sent to destroy you just might. Not on my watch. You belong to this church, not on my watch. Because you're prayed over. You're prayed for. You're covered. But that doesn't mean you don't need to do your part. You need to do your part. We, do we understand the seriousness of what I'm talking about? Because this Jezebel spirit is very, very, very alive and out well, there. Elijah went into a cave. The rest of 19, yeah, verse 9, he went into a cave. And he spent the night at that place. And the word of the Lord came to him. And he said, Elijah, what are you doing here? And Elijah tries to explain himself to God. He says, I've been very zealous. He starts to, like, these are all the things I've done for you, Lord. These are all the things I've done. I've been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts, for the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, tore down your altars, killed all your prophets with the sword, and I alone am left. No, he's not. I alone am left, and they seek to take my life. The, the, the Jezebel spirit wants to isolate you to where you feel like you can't go on anymore because it's just you. It's all you. And the weight of the world is all on you. I am alone. Nobody else is here, Lord. Look at what's happened. But it, he really believed it because that spirit is very believable. And so he says, go out. And he stand, stand on the mountain, verse 11, before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by and a great strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind and after the wind and earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake and after the earthquake a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire and after the fire a still small voice. At the end of verse 13, it says, suddenly a voice came to him and he said, what are you doing here, Elijah? Why are you here in this place that I have not told you to be in? You, you, or you ran from where you were supposed to be. And he says, he says, I've been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts because the children of Israel have forsaken your covenants. Again, he goes down the same list. Tore down your altars, killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left and they seek to take my life. And then the Lord says to him, go return. Go return on your way to the wilderness. He says, when you arrive, anoint Hazael as king over Syria, and you shall anoint Jehu as son over Nimshi as king over Israel, and Elisha 
you shall anoint Elisha as a prophet in your place. You don't want to be in a place of running away from the will of God. What does the Jezebel spirit want to do? He wants to remove you from a place that God has appointed you. He wants to discourage you, get you mad, get you frustrated, and get your eyes off of the Lord and onto your circumstances and not, and not receive the fullness of what God is ready to give. We know the story. I've just read to you some of the story. I've explained to you some of the tactics that the Jezebel spirit will bring in your life to try to deceive you, to try to rob you. You know, Jezebel spirit, they're always trying to get power. That They see the person that maybe is in charge, and they're always trying to get to that place. Uh, there's, there's a sexual part of a Jezebel spirit where they're always just trying to, you know, this is sexual immorality. And they have all kinds of ways and tactics, but the bottom line with this story, with Elijah, discouragement, you know, depression, confusion, fatigued to the point of wanting to quit even die. Wow. Right? That's not going to be you. So I thought we would all stand, and I wrote out a prayer of how to be released from this demonic, oppressive, controlling spirit. And it is true that no weapon that's been formed against you can prosper. But we need one another. And we need to be able to fight for one another when that is necessary. Amen. Okay, the prayer to dismantle. A Jezebel control. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we stand in our authority on your word, as is stated in Luke 10, 19. You said, I give you authority to trample on serpents and on scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and that nothing shall by any means harm or hurt us. We trample on every Je Jezebel spirit right now working against us in the name of Jesus. According to Matthew 18, 18, whatever I bind here on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever I loose here on earth will be loosed in heaven. And Mark 16, 17 says these signs will follow those who believe. And in my name, says Jesus, they will cast out demons. So we bind up all spirits that are working under the Jezebel curse. We bind them up right now. We cast out. We bind and we cast out the spirits of control, manipulation, witchcraft, deception. We bind and we cast out all spirits of rebellion and idolatry, depression, discouragement, and disillusionment. We bind and we cast out every spirit of death, uh, disease, uh, and sickness. We bind it up. We command you to go now and never return. We bind and we cast out all forms of fatigue. Fatigue must leave you right now. Mind control must leave you right now. Jealousy must leave you right now. The spirit of, that is, it must leave you right now. Confusion. It must leave you right now. We bind and we cast out fear, intimidation, pride, self-centeredness. We bind and we cast out all spirits that were sent on assignment to remove us from our God-given positions, from our God-given assignments, and from our God-given purpose. 
We bind and cast out all spirits of immorality, sexual misconduct, inappropriate comments and gestures. We break the curse and the power of confusion, torment, fear, control, and manipulation. We break it. We command it to go right now. I break it off you. I command it to go right now. We break the power of witchcraft. I break the power of witchcraft over your life, over seduction. I break the power of seduction. Every lying spirit, every rebellion, rebellious spirits, rebellion to authority. We break the power of manipulation. Right now, we break the curse right now of confusion, torment, fear, control, and manipulation. We break that curse. We break it. In the name of Jesus, we, I break the power right now of obstinance, false prophetic words, mixture in giftings. I break that off of you. False giftings. I break that off of you. Sorry. We command these spirits and those that they work with to be bound and cast out right now, out of their lives, out of our loved ones' lives in the name of Jesus. Jezebel, you have no power in my life. I submit myself to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, and I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. I take captive every thought. I make it obedient to Christ. I have the mind of Christ. I repent of all sin, both known and unknown. And I commit myself to live in obedience to Christ in every aspect of my life. I dedicate my will to do the will of God. I cut the cord right now. I cut the demonic cord of all occult powers that were sent to me, to us, to everyone by the Jezebel spirit. I cut those cords right now. Sever them. Cut them. Cut them. You cut them. Cut them. Cut the cords to your emotions. Cut the cords to your mind. Cut the cords to your body. Cut. The cords that the enemy, uh, this Jezebel spirit, had sent to you in the name of Jesus. For the Lord trains our hands for war and our fingers for battle. My hands are trained for war and my fingers are trained for battle. My voice is a weapon. My voice will scatter the enemies. My voice will tear down the strongholds. Your voice is tearing down every demonic hierarchy that was sent to destroy you. Your voice. We take the sword of the spirit and we sever that court of Jezebel and her seducing spirit right now. At the Barolobo, that seducing spirit is not always sexual. It's just seducing you. It's just enticing you into a lethargy. It's just seducing you and enticing you into a place of lack, of want, of always looking at the cup half empty when it was really full. That seducing spirit is nothing more than a lying spirit that's sent to draw you away. But in the name of Jesus, your eyes are being opened today. No weapon, Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon that's been formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that has been rising up against you in judgment, you're condemning it right now. You're condemning it right now. In the moral, every heaviness, I command it to come off of you right now. Every, every spirit of heaviness, every spirit of domination, intimidation, manipulation, I sever you now off of their lives in the name of Jesus. We destroy the spirits that are working against our families right now. 
of fornication, of homosexuality, of immorality, of rebellion against God. We command those strongholds to be broken off of them right now in Jesus' name. We decree the blessing of the Lord overwhelms and overtakes us, our whole families. We decree that instead of shame, whoo, we have double honor. We decree the double honor of the Lord right now. We carry the spirit of the Lord. You carry God's spirit. The spirit of God is upon your life. You are rising up from the inside. When you rise up from the inside, the outside looks different because you're being, you're standing on the solid rock. You, I decree over you, you're standing on the solid rock. You will not shift. You will not shift. You will not falter. You're standing on solid ground. The ground that the Lord has already paved for us with his word. It is yours. It is ours in the name of Jesus. Our lives are strong. We have no fear of drought. You have no fear of drought. You have no fear of drought. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You have no fear. Other than the fear of the Lord. The Lord is our portion. Say the Lord is my portion. I walk in integrity. Come on, you prophesied some things in the beginning. And then I showed you how that demonic spirit came against you. What are you going to do about it? You're casting it out right now. Are you really going to allow a spirit of retaliation to stop you, shut you up, and destroy you? Or are you going to keep on keeping on because you know the tactics of the enemy, but you know that greater is he in you than he that is trying to come against you? You are already equipped. You are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. His might is your might. Right? His might is your might. Your lives are blessed with every spiritual blessing. This is what the word of the Lord says. Your lives are blessed. Sometimes you just need to reprogram. The Bible says to reprogram. He says to commit your, your life to reading the word so that every thought could be, to, can be taken captive and made obedient to the word of God. And that's what we're doing right now. That is exactly what we're doing. Renewing our minds on the word of God. That is exactly what we're doing right now. Your marriages are whole. I decree that. I prophesy that. Your marriages are whole. That means you're healed. That means there's intimacy, which increases daily. Your children are thriving and living wholeheartedly, pleasing the Lord. You got to just decree it. Put your hand on your stomach for the mothers in this room. Decree that your children are living wholeheartedly, pleasing the Lord. When you do that, you're speaking something that may not be in existence to become in existence. Speaking the things that are not as though they are. Your finances are multiplying for the Lord delights in the prosperity of the righteous. I want you to say it over here. The Lord, he said, my finances are prospering because the Lord delights in the prosperity of his children, right? Our church is on fire. Woo! And the glory of God continues to fill each service. Hey, hallelujah. Daily, the Lord adds to our numbers. I am spiritually alert, emotionally strong, and physically ready to do the will of God in this ministry, in my ministry. He directs my path for his 
righteousness. He restores my soul. My soul is restored. I am blessed beyond measure. You are blessed beyond measure. You're filled with his power, motivated by his love. In the name of Jesus, we pray this. Amen. Somebody shout, yes. Somebody jump and say, Jesus.